0: Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Andrew Sabo. And I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm still hosting the show. And we are back today to cover Aloha Oi Part Three. I didn't write down what episode number that is.
1: It's 258. Oh my gosh. You know, everyone was sitting on the edge of their seats in anticipation. I'm so glad I, we I did that. heard they're covering Aloha Oi number three, but I don't know how to find it until I hear the episode number.
0: Because <laughs> that's how the AIO club is uh organized. Yep, it is not. Nope, not at all. It would actually maybe be better than by album. I don't know.
1: Uh, I think both are beneficial. I I definitely prior to this podcast thought of everything an album, yeah. and then because of this podcast, think of it all in episode numbers now.
0: Fair, 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 fair. All right, and as yeah, as we said, we're covering Aloha Oi Part Three. There is no changes in cast this episode, with the exception of
1: yeah, one very uh, important. important.
0: Mr Hodges Joe Hodges himself uh mm-hmm. is he a lieutenant
1: Well uh I don't know he's assistant to the general or whatever yeah actually I would I would say that there's maybe one other person worth pointing out besides Joe Hodges Joe Hodges voiced by uh, Bill, Bill Mayer May. who we've talked about before because he does a bunch of voices um including in uh, 60s something. Um, where he's Jim Reeves. Mm-hmm. And more recently, we talked about him as the retreat speaker in Life in the, the Third, Third person. person, Part 1. Oh, boy. Yep.
0: Fabled. <laughs> the uh-huh. fabled Bill Mayer.
1: Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, the the other person of note. I'm sorry, Andrew. I, I'm stepping on your toes here. Who who's is the other right. person on the list who's of note?
0: Uh, Sir Admiral uh, Corridan? yep cordon um is voiced by none other than hal smith
1: yeah did you notice it in the episode
0: no i did not oh honestly. i absolutely did which is crazy considering the amount of times i've listened to it never picked up on that yeah um, uh trivia from the wiki which eh, i mean it's it's fine
1: trivia but mm-hmm. this is the final episode that hal smith is playing a character other than wit
0: wow yeah interesting how many times does he play characters other than Wit before this though?
1: Uh not not often. I would say very rarely when Wit is not in the episode. Yeah. I would say it's way more common that he does it, you know, when Wit's in the thing. But I mean, he's credited for 61 characters total. Mm-hmm. So, the man gets around. That's fair. It's just a lot of like Adventures and o- or um Imagination Station Adventures mm-hmm. or
0: BTV. Kids
1: Radio. Ah, uh, BTV comes later. I oh, yeah. think BTV yeah. is all post Hal Smith. But regardless, you know,
0: kids radio. Yep. <laughs> with that being said, um, cast out of the way, we have just the same promo as last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: no promo for this one because um, because we already did it. So we just jump right in. So the episode begins with uh, Donna on the speedboat with what? What is his name? The speedboat captain? Oh, who cares? Who cares? His name is Who Cares the Captain. Uh, He's not even a captain. Yeah. Vague uh, speed parasailing authority figure. Uh, (laughs) There you go. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. (laughs) So Don is talking to Rodney over the headset um, on the boat with... uh, Mr. Person, authority figure from Parasailing Company. Yes. Um, and The they're...
1: CEO of Parasail Enterprises. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> um, headquartered in Honolulu. Uh, so the, his Rodney's parachute is floating down to the water because at the end of last episode, he right. unhitched from his tow line. Yep. And um,
1: you were under the impression that he was just going to float away forever. Whereas for... I thought he was going to crash into the water.
0: Well, okay, so I didn't think he was going to float away forever. I suggested he would float down. You suggested he would fall straight down. Yes.
1: No, you, you won. I... Thank you. You absolutely did. I was just trying to see if I could get away with saying that I was right. <laughs> Dylan, 56. Andrew,
0: 4. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so he gets caught in enough draft, though, and starts floating even farther away so he's floating towards pearl harbor and uh donna and mr authority man have to go rescue him
1: yeah which brought up an interesting question of i guess like i understand that there are like waters that belong to a country versus international waters i Mm -hmm. get that conceptually Mm -hmm. i didn't ever think about like military waters
0: yeah, but it makes sense. I, I mean, like, got it's gotta bases. be a thing, yeah, yeah. but it's
1: just so <laughs> funny that it's like he, like, blows into.
0: Are the fish in military waters, like, considered military fish?
1: I mean, they have to be, Andrew. There's no other way this world makes sense.
0: Well, but, like, no. you can't fish in military waters, so clearly yeah. they're yeah. entitled They're to all
1: it. deputized. Mm. Those fish could arrest you if they wanted to. They know things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure.
0: They actually started the JFK uh, CIA conspiracy.
1: It's... Ah, I was gonna say they're responsible for waterboarding in Guatemala.
0: <laughs> it's fine, we can breathe, it'll be great for them. <laughs> oh man, fish side. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, he's carried to Pearl Harbor, and then we cut to so the Barclays and the Rathbones, stranded on the boat because it died. Yep, because um, they are—yeah,
1: we discover that they are out of gas. Yes. Whereas last time it sounded like the engines are stalled. Yeah. But, granted, those things do sound very similar. hmm So, they're out of gas. Yes. However, he thought that the engine had stopped working. And cut a cord to fix the engine. Yes. And that cord was the radio.
0: Yes, that is what is established in this scene. And, uh... (laughs) <laughs> George Barkley is the one picking up on it, and uh, Captain Quid says that he should be a sailor because of how observant he is. Yes,
1: I um, would suggest that Quid walk the plank at this point. Well, they don't even need to. Except that he just throws himself into the water with a bag of pork rinds.
0: Yes, with the bag of pork rinds. Presumably, well, I guess if it's open, it's not. it can't function as a flotation device. Yeah, you know, no, that's... He's just eaten some wet, salty pork rinds. Those disintegrate, presumably, like... Could you imagine swimming with an open bag of potato chips? Yeah, but they're pork rinds, Andrew. They're... Okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure chemically they're more alike than they are different.
1: Yeah, but these ones have pork and rinds in them.
0: You're right, you're right. Pork's not gonna
1: dissolve in water, neither are
0: rinds. They could uh, be cured, in fact, actually. They could be improved upon (laughs) through the swimming (laughs) process. Is saltwater-aged meat a thing?
1: I hope not.
0: Yeah, I think that's just, like, parasites. It it
1: probably is, and it probably is in places where the saltwater is actually, like, good, but, Mm -hmm. you
0: know. Not in military waters. (laughs) Not with that military fish. Yeah. No way.
1: Military fish will mess you up.
0: Yeah. So they're out of gas, and, uh, yeah. And out of a captain. Yeah, and he, uh, we learn that he sings bingo while he swims, and he apparently is an incredible swimmer with impressive endurance because he's going to swim three to four miles yeah back to shore i don't
1: know how unreasonable that is i feel like i should call resident swimming expert adam deckard yeah friend of the show
0: yeah friend of the show adam i mean that's a.
1: it does seem like a lot
0: that's a lot like i don't know as a kid i was told that for boy scouts i was gonna have to swim a mile and i was like there's no way i don't have the energy for that Like, I don't know how hard it is to do as an adult, but I'm a terrible swimmer, so there's no no, way that I I did. I am also a bad (laughs) swimmer. I can swim enough to stay alive. Yep. I got that one down most of the time. Right, exactly. I also like body surfing. (laughs) Right, but I
1: also would not want to be caught in a rip with no lifeguard. Certainly not. That would be the
0: end of me. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I've been caught in rips before and it's just exhausting as, yeah. This has been swim corner. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Um, so then the next scene is uh, Jimmy and Lawrence and Mister uh at the boat. Iowa. Iowa. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you're you're allowed to call him that, Andrew. I just cannot stand for it.
0: That's fair. Okay. Well, we also get an alternate pronunciation from Donna in this episode that I I wrote down phonetically to sound out later <laughs> 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 because that makes three. Okay. Uh, Good to know, and uh, so Lawrence's dad is unfortunately not on the boat.
1: Yep, he left twenty minutes ago. Yep, this uh, will be a trend,
0: definitely, of uh, just by the hair of his chinny chin chin, not seeing them. He's going to the base for some feast. Um,
1: well, the commander or the the general he serves yes. is going to the base for a for a feast.
0: Yeah, that's thrown by. Some important government thing. What was I thinking? I wrote, the goose preserved the porch.
1: The goose preserved the porch. That means nothing. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's been a rough couple days for you.
0: Yeah, I've been really... (laughs) Been on it. So... (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, we also, we just, we find out in, in this scene, like Don says something in Hawaiian and the guards just like, no, oh,
0: that's it. That's what the goose preserved the porch is. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the normal thing that Don Yoe was trying to say, or the goose preserved the porch. I get them mixed up sometimes. Call back to one of No, but this isn't,
1: uh, I get them mixed up sometimes. This is, uh, he says something not in Hawaiian and the The person on detail is like, the goose preserves the porch?
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Further
1: proof that Don is just a mess of a man. An (laughs) oaf.
0: Cancel cancel Don on Twitter. Um, Yeah. Yeah, this, this... is just a wonderful mess of a 20 minute episode. Uh, so then we cut to actually the best part, which is Donna and Rodney. Um, Donna. Yes. So Rodney is not attached to his parachute. They pull up beside him. She's still talking to him through the, the walkie in his, in his helmet. Um, which apparently works underwater. I suppose it's good for parasailing. Uh, but Rodney's presumably just treading water in the middle of the ocean, not anywhere near his parachute. Yep. And uh, then they swing on by to pick him up. But and... he
1: still does have his radio yes, helmet on. Yes,
0: He did not take that off, which maybe super smart, I yeah. feel like, saved his life. Yeah, might be the smartest
1: thing Rodney's ever done.
0: Yeah. Um, so they, they come up beside of him. They pick him up. Uh, he obviously fights Donna because wounded pride and everything, and mm-hmm. they are immediately pulled over by uh navy police which have the exact same sound as cop cars yep Uh, (laughs) somebody who's been pulled over by navy police please confirm whether that is the case or not um i would presume more of like a train horn type situation for boats but (laughs) hey (laughs) maybe not you never know uh
1: yeah and then and then we jump to back to the boat yeah (laughs) in which um yeah everyone's just
0: thirsty and complaining right (laughs) everybody's whining Mm -hmm.
1: and doris doesn't understand the concept of distance no 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 the
0: island's getting smaller doris you have a child doris you can drive a car how okay these are pork rind people we are not pork rind people so frustrated so upset with her i'm so disappointed in this episode
1: it's the worst joke it's just like all of
0: them are bad (laughs) yep it's really really frustrating uh look do we
1: have anything else we need to say about this scene
0: no they're they're drifting out to sea they look for the anchor it's a big it's a it's a metal oh. thing and then they pull up one end of the rope and then right. the other end of the rope there's no anchor oh my goodness right they're taking on water and then they good the...
1: visual bit doesn't translate great here but no. you know we still get the gist
0: yeah um then they right. start taking on water while yeah. they're rowing um and, no
1: no uh, they, they, yeah but they they gotta first find their oars
0: yes or what
1: do you hear the disdain in my tone?
0: In the silence? Do you hear it? If you have smart speed on, you won't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, not happy. So they're in a boat taking on water, and they start using the coin purses. Doris complains that they're made out of leather. No, Doris, they are not. You bought them for $5. Um,
1: but she could have paid 2 dollars each.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: She got them for a
0: deal. She got a great deal. Um, and george barkley pastor to be in their dire moment throws up a prayer to god and just like in all the movies the u.s government comes out of nowhere and rescues them (laughs) the u.s.s ben franklin nonetheless rescues them and they are taken aboard just in time for us to cut back to donna and rodney
1: best scene of the episode
0: yeah that's uh, also the one featuring the new pronunciation (laughs) to Ah. add to the dictionary Um, The
1: gist of this, or at least the part where I was like, oh, this is really solid, is mm -hmm. Donna's, like, talking to Rodney about all this, and she genuinely apologizes. For being mean. Yeah. And it's like, we, like, a character like Rodney exists for everyone to rag on. Yeah. So, I, you don't really think about the fact that she's ragging on him. Yeah. In that episode. Like, I did not listen to the first episode and go, wow, Donna, what a jerk.
0: <laughs> Fair. I just went like, yeah, sure. She was a 16-year-old responding to an annoying boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, oh. But she's very mature, and she apologizes yeah. for her side of things. Yep. And, you and Rodney's
1: know. like, yeah, that's not what I was doing, mm-hmm.
0: but uh, thanks. He was trying to experience the essential Hawaii like his pops. Uh, Bart wasn't around to correct him Don't call uh, me Pops Yeah, we need a soundboard for just those bits (laughs) (laughs) I am once again petitioning you to get a soundboard for this podcast (laughs) I am once again throwing out that I don't want to be a morning zoo show Aww Anyway, she's referencing and she says I owe way Don, Don iowa Okay. Is is the uh, is the third. As opposed to issue. how
1: how is it normally said? Yowe
0: or Iowa. Right,
1: she combines the two. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough.
0: Or uh Bart's Mr Yowe
1: Sure. The the situation here is that like the the, the military guy who picked them up like mm-hmm. they, neither of them had IDs, so mm-hmm. they were just like left on the boat while yep. the entrepreneur just got to go off off on his way. Yeah,
0: because he was done. Yeah. yeah, I mean he had his boat, everything's yeah. good. got he, he had to go back and get right. the parachute done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they're stranded there, waiting to contact their parents. Um, yeah. when they get back to the shore. Yep. And we cut to uh, Lawrence and Jimmy and Don at a feast, and they won't let him in. It's the classic uh, sneak the kids in as busboys bit. Right. has been used on every single television show. It...
1: Breaking into a military dinner feels illegal. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Definitely feels illegal. Also, the way they did it, considering um, the... Uh, Yowei knew the catering company, and they owed him one. I mean, plot convenience for plot convenience. You know, I won't rag I on want for that, that. that. spinoff. <laughs> yeah, but the catering company owed Yowei. <laughs> Sign me
1: up for the. They brought back Captain Quid. Can we get? Can we get them bringing back Don Iowa?
0: <laughs> Yowei comes to Odyssey. Ooh, that's some reboot, reboot territory. Some deep cut stuff. Or maybe we'll just leave it on the club. That's something that only the club members get yeah. to enjoy. Yeah, no, that, that, because that's, that's the club Because Focus likes exclusive. them more. <laughs> exclusive. I love exclusive. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, so I they... love Lucy Cunningham Schultz.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Prayer hands. <laughs> so they're trying to find their dad uh trying to find jimmy lawrence's dad jimmy is obviously apprehensive neither of them have ever had jobs before so there's that whole bit which is kind of funny they run into the corporal and the corporal gets upset and so he runs away um yeah so then then they realize that his dad is not in fact there right once again once again he was there is no longer there i'm sorry son And so then we cut to the parents that are on the boat. Um, So the Rathbones and the Barclays have been rescued. And uh, who I immediately recognized as Lawrence's dad.
1: Right. Well, just because it's how the episode's plotted. Yeah. Where um, I'm like, I've never heard this man's voice, but obviously he is Lawrence's dad.
0: Yeah. Comes in delightful guy.
1: Sure. How do the Barclays not know even what he looks like?
0: That they they must not do Christmas cards. That's like, the it only. Really, right, it really bugged me because I was <laughs> yeah. just
1: like, we've established that like the their Hodges neighbors. and the Barclays are close, and I understand that he's not like around regularly, mm-hmm. but it is wild that they go through like a long conversation with the man never and never completely it. miss it.
0: Yeah, well, and also, don't most military personnel have their last name like on their <laughs> person, like? <laughs> You're right. I (laughs) absolutely (laughs) definitely some context clues could have helped them out. Yeah. Um, so they're, they, they are worried about contacting their kids. So of course the, uh, assistant to the communication or specialty communications officer can help them out. Um, and they were already at the base waiting for them because conveniently they were picked up. Yep. Um, Yeah. And then the Lieutenant leaves and everybody is reunited at the base and everybody is so happy. Um, and uh, except for lawrence except for the corner
1: sad yeah because he and, didn't get to find his dad and donna wishes there was some way to cheer him up mm-hmm. and Don's don just, ruins uh, it right <laughs> on the freaking nose and nobody wants it nope nope the only way it. for that to happen is for his father to walk through the door. Oh my goodness, his father walked through the door. Yeah, and then, right, he walks back in and goes, Oh, good, you're still here. Mm. Ah,
0: Lawrence! Yeah, and then there's the... Okay, so he came back in looking for his hat, right? Isn't that um, what he says when he walks back in? Yes. He's looking for his hat? So yes. did EOA steal his hat?
1: No, no, no I, I... I... I think the implication is that his hat was stolen by Doris as a souvenir. Oh.
0: I didn't pick up on that. That's glorious. Perhaps I mean, her they do redeeming quality.
1: They don't hit it hard enough. No. But he he says that he set it down next to the other lady when he's talking oh. to, <laughs> to Mary. And so. Yeah, the subtle joke there is Doris stole his hat as a souvenir.
0: <laughs> Which is incredible. That's actually a good joke regarding Doris. Yes, I
1: don't think they hit it well nope. in the no, episode. No, they did.
0: No, unfortunately. Um, yeah. so, And then, of course, EOA comes back in. Uh, was it Donna asks him, like, how'd you do that? He goes, Old Hawaiian custom, happy ending. And then they cut to the cookout and great news. Um, they're just having leftovers. Lawrence's mom is flying out to visit them. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, crazy. Just but, cuckoos Yeah, bananas. He had some
1: leave coming up, and so he, you know, the the general let him have it early. Yeah. And I will say, I do kind of appreciate, we, we glossed over it, but when they're in the military dinner and they get caught, mm-hmm. and, um... And they're talking to the general. The general is, like, sympathetic to Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, a a nice little moment. Yeah, because Lawrence
0: basically breaks down. Yeah. He's like, you know, I haven't seen him for two months, and if, you know, if I don't see him today, I won't see him for another six. Right, and uh, he's just
1: like, son, I wish, I I, I get it. I wish we could, you know, reunite you two. Unfortunately, he's out on a special assignment.
0: Yeah, he's, he's just not here right now. Um, so it's so great that they that they do get to come back together and honestly that setting up the like you know them being reunited at the end is sweet no matter yeah yeah
1: i wish it wasn't so cheesily choreographed
0: oh yeah no it's it's velveta cheesy man it is (laughs) the most processed manufactured yeah carbon copy yep shenanigans anyway As I was saying, they finish at the cookout, Um, Lawrence's mom is flying out, Uh, Rodney's trying to do the limbo on crutches, and we hear him fall down. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, that
1: that was nice. And then Donna goes, hey, Jimmy, next time you win something,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you win a trip somewhere, make it less sunny, Mm -hmm. because I have all this sunburn, and it's horrible.
0: And then Jimmy smacks her back. It's a
1: great (laughs) bit
0: incredible
1: it is it's the thing that we talk about all the time with donna and jimmy where Mm -hmm. i'm just like between like the performances and the writing they just like figured out how to nail a sibling relationship in a way that like is not common
0: no it's just i mean the amount of times i've done that in my life and i've had that done to me where it's like whenever somebody gets a summer like oh i'm just so sorry (laughs) yeah it's it's really delightful yep
1: it's perfect and um, that's 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 the note it ends on. Yep. So not then, them
0: singing Aloha Oi together horribly off pitch, and then Donnie Oi telling Rodney not to keep singing.
1: You're right. I did forget about that.
0: <laughs> Rodney, you don't have to do that. <laughs> like, what? Oh man. The women. Now the man. <sighs> yeah. Dylan, what did we learn from this episode?
1: Uh, we learned that Andrew is not allowed to choose three parters. <laughs> yep. No, uh, we we learned genuinely, like I think the insight from these episodes is we talk so much about Odyssey taking after sitcoms mm-hmm. and kind of like trading in those tropes from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I think when it it, I think through those, for the most part, at least the other stuff we've covered, it manages to stay true to the show. Mm-hmm. And I think where it falters in these three is trying to do more sitcom than Odyssey.
0: Yeah yeah there's there's so much action going on at all times. You don't get as many of those character on character dialogue moments that like, especially in this part, we didn't right. hardly get any of them
1: right. When we get like like I said, we get the good conversation between, between Donna Rodney. and Rodney. Yeah. but like, and some stuff is kind of touched on with Lawrence and his dad. but it just feels like. Yeah, it feels like that stuff is is underserved, and it's mm-hmm. interesting because we like we covered we covered Barclay family ski vacation, which is mm-hmm. another one of these whole Barkley vacation things and whatever, mm-hmm. which does have like does have some tropiness to it and oh, is yeah. like a vacation episode of a show. Yeah, but like is still I don't know still focuses in on these character interactions and whatnot rather than hijinks. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this episode loses me because it is just hijinks. That the already Mm -hmm. two-dimensional characters of the Wrathbones get flattened. Yeah. (laughs) They get even thinner. That, yeah, Mary and George essentially have nothing to do in these episodes. No. That... You know, there's a caricature of a man mm-hmm. in Don Iowa who keeps mm-hmm. be who like gets to be in the center stage. Yeah, like, and I don't think that they flesh out the Jimmy and Lawrence stuff well enough. No, I think all of Lawrence. I mean, they're basically barely in the last episode, mm-hmm. and I don't think I think there are. I think that Jimmy what we kind of set up in the first episode of Jimmy trying to be a good friend Mm -hmm. to Lawrence as he's going through something hard Mm -hmm. and being kind of that older sibling figure for like Lawrence and Jimmy have a weird thing where it's like Jimmy's like older brother and best friend. Mm, Yeah. And I would have loved to see that dynamic explored rather than just this MacGuffin of them trying to get to his dad.
0: Yeah. It's, it definitely shifts out of the interpersonal relationships that we really benefit from, but these episodes are also like three to five minutes shorter than they normally would be, yeah, and just an idea that popped into my head was like, I think when it comes to vacations and stuff like that, and if we're talking about the it you know in reference to the ski vacation episode we just covered. Having more nighttime recap scenes mm-hmm. between the Barclays in their hotel room at yeah. the end of every episode, or or you know inner yeah. you know in between to show passage of time. Right. Um, no,
1: that's that's a great point.
0: And then you get them because they're you know they're sh- sitting in a hotel room. Yeah. They can talk about how crazy stuff is.
1: Right. Um, yeah, because I'm just like, how long have they been down here, and now like. Yeah, we have no real concept of the passage of time. Nope. It feels like it is... I all think that's in one the other day. <laughs> it feels like it's all in one day. It also feels like they really stretched out these... Like, not, none of these are full storylines. No. So you're doing a three-parter, but there's not even one story arc. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, because pretty much every plot was established in the first episode and just stayed consistent yeah, till the end.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I think in this episode especially, I think really hurts from none of the like the, the isolation of those three story arcs. Yeah, definitely. Like even just a scene where like. Th- George is trying to recap to his children yeah. what went on would be great. Yeah, oh my gosh. you yeah. got the It'd time to do it. Yeah, like, that would be ability. really funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Of oh, just, like, them not believing
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you did what? He rented that car from where?
1: <laughs> the sorry. police?
0: That's who picked you up. <laughs> yeah, like, I...
1: Yeah, there's... A three-parter where the Barclays and Rathbones go to Hawaii has potential Mm -hmm. and we see some of that potential in these episodes but I think it just is these episodes are just too shallow yeah um for what I want from this show certainly but you know that doesn't mean that they're bad. No, like and I don't can, think
0: that they have anything, like, damaging to say. No, no, aside from, aside from
1: Don, who is a train wreck of a human being. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they're they're not, yeah, they're not evil in the some way, in the way that, like, some Odyssey we've talked about is. Yeah, <laughs> like, they are not is
0: actually problematic.
1: Yeah, and they're not, like, yeah, they're not...
0: They're not without um, its charms. The hijinks yes. is nice, and yeah. it, it is fun, it's just... It. Um,
1: I've seen Odyssey do both better character story and better comedy. Yeah. And this episode is trying to be both and winds up being neither.
0: Excellently put. No notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sir Dylan. Yeah. Now that we have concluded our coverage of Aloha Oi Part Three, Andrew's one of his largest mistakes on this podcast.
1: No, dude, do, do not consider this a mistake. I had a ton of fun, barely prepping for these episodes, and yeah, literally not taking notes for the first one. Nice. And taking yeah, probably ten lines of notes for the second and for the third. Wow. It's just it, yeah. It's been it's been fun compared to my normal like page and a half
0: yes yes certainly i'm i'm glad that you enjoyed it yeah Uh, yeah, i I like talking to you and i like having a little bit more uh a little bit more say in in the structure of it i don't know it's just fun um it's been a really fun exercise to to reverse the roles as it were uh but dylan would you would you mind just plugging something anything at all perhaps a hole in the barkley ship (laughs) (laughs) good 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 callback
1: call back um i don't have a plug of my own but we did get a new review on apple podcast hot dog so uh, is it five stars it is a five star I'll review see If we can read it yep <laughs> from a uh, lot of grace 32 who says great this show is very entertaining and i like to listen to it to unwind thanks dylan and andrew for making this show oh what a sweetheart yeah thank you and she put our names in the right order.
0: Yes, she did. Yes, she did. The correct, the God-chosen order. It's not alphabetical, but no. it's the way the Lord intended <laughs> it's it. It's not
1: alphabetical by first or last name. Andrew nope. will always win that. Nope. Yep. But the, uh, the thing, uh, eagle-eared listeners will have caught this if you uh, if you listen through to the whole episodes every, every week. Um, and... Uh, if you don't, maybe listen to this one just so you can hear it because I think it's very funny. Hmm. But um, we we always in Nathan's credits for this three-parter. He says uh, the episode "Aloha Oi Part One" was hosted by Andrew Sabo and Dylan Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's
0: reversed. Got him. Is the, does the delivery come out worse? <laughs> <laughs> i'll have uh, to listen and find out yeah there's only one way to find out andrew <laughs> and that's to keep listening i don't have anything in particular oh Encanto. if you haven't seen in okay Fat friends family of the show um it's great it's on disney plus yeah uh, we, we, we're talking about bruno yeah well we don't talk about bruno obviously um but oh, yes yeah, that movie I, okay Mm-hmm. It's delightful, animation is excellent, uh, character development is delightful, uh, a lot we, about dealing we... with family trauma and stuff, it's it's good.
1: Can we talk about the uh, mislaunched 90s uh, musical career of Bruce Willis entitled Bruno? No. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: is I... this
1: the Bruno we don't talk about?
0: Yes, both, I think. <laughs> Maybe that's um. Well, so Bruno was originally supposed to be named Oscar, but they couldn't write a catchy song about it, so they had to switch his name. I see. Uh, oh, I was wrong. It's it's eighty seven. Mm. Um, is uh
1: is Bruce Willis's The Return of Bruno? Oh Lord,
0: what is, is that a musical?
1: No, no, it's 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 an album. Oh, what it is uh. Yeah, R- R&B music, Wh- sung by, by Willis, featuring backing musicians Booker T. Jones, the Pointer Sisters, and The Temptations. Wow.
0: I mean, I guess if you had money in the 80s and The Temptations didn't... Wow. Oof, duh. Yeah. All right, well, with that all being <laughs> said, I'm just gonna leave, leave you <laughs> and never come back. No, we will be back next week to cover episode four of Adventures in Odyssey, Connie Comes to Town. Single digits, baby. Connie Conversion Art coming at ya. Bye. Bye,
1: guys. That episode came out the same year as The Return of Bruno.
0: Fam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the lititz
1: Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation interest or focus on the family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WODFAM Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Aloha Oi, Part 3 was hosted by Andrew Sebo and Dylan Weaver, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverston. hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the WODFAM ChalkPod.